What's up, podcast world? This is the Kush Report. I am your host, Colin. We are back for another episode. <laughs> I apologize about the hiatus. Um, we've been gone for a while. Now we're back again. Things are going to get more consistent. Um, but before we get started with tonight's episode, I just want to run over some things that have changed. Um, our website is bit.ly slash the Kush Report, B-I-T dot L-Y slash the Kush Report. You could follow us on Instagram at the dot Kush dot report. So at the Kush Report with periods in between the and Cushion Report. And um, you could also follow us on Twitter or Facebook at the Kush Report. Nice and easy. Um, so sorry for the break. We are happy to be back. I am happy to be back hosting this. Um, check out the website bit.ly slash the Kush Report. Um, new content posted today and there will be new content being posted all the time now. Um, so again, sorry about the hiatus. Very happy to be back. Let's dive into this next episode. So I am recording this right now on August 15th at about 8 p.m. So first thing first, we're going to talk about marijuana stocks this past week, um, how things performed for the trading week of August 10th to August 14th. Um, stocks finished pretty much flat uh, this week, or pretty much mixed. Um, we actually saw some sky-high winners and some down-low losers in the pack that we're looking at. Um, MJ, the ETF MG Alternative Harvest ETF, uh, finished the week down about minus 1.4%. So as a whole, stocks were fairly flat, finished a little bit down. Um, our big winners this week, Organigram. Uh, the CEO of Organigram, Gregory Engel, should be rolling blunts and popping bottles this weekend after OGI finished the week as our biggest winner. Good for them. OGI pumped on news that the, that the company sent its first shipment of indoor-grown uh, dried flour to Israel can, Israeli cannabis producer Canadoc Limited. Um, Organigram will be providing Canadoc with a guaranteed 3,000 kilograms of high-quality indoor dried flour um, by December 31st, 2021. So they've already sent their first shipment. They'll be sending 3,000 kilograms total. So um, this is going to be used for processing and distribution in the Israeli market. So that's pretty interesting. Anyway, let's roll one up for OGI. Good for them. Up 14.5% this week. They are now trading at $1.45. So it's obviously a penny stock. It's a low stock. Um, something to look into. You know, this is not investment advice. None of this. I am not a financial analyst. So any stock we talk about here, make sure you go and do your own research before uh, investing anything in it. Um, CRBP, Corbis Pharmaceuticals, finished the week up 4.81%. Um, it climbed back up this week after missing earnings last Thursday. Uh, earnings were up 27.62%. However, they still reported an overall loss of $38.14 million. Um, despite a disappointing Q2, however, the company is still a favorite uh, among Wall Street analysts in the pot stock sector. Uh, seven analysts cover the stock and it has a 100% buy rating. So everybody who covers it thinks you should buy it. They are now trading at $6.97. Scott's Miracle Grow, one of the most expensive stocks um, that we cover in the marijuana market, trading at $163.63, was up 2.85% uh, in the week. 
um, making it our number three winner on our list. Aurora Cannabis, um, one of the most popular marijuana stocks, um, finished the week up 1.24%. They just squeaked by with a win this week. Um, They have, however, greatly underperformed the market over the past month, losing almost 11% as the medical sector has gained almost 4%, and the S&P is up 7.43%. Let's get into the losers. ARNA, Arena Pharmaceuticals. They are down negative 1.88% this week, trading at $63.59. Um... Don't let this fool you, though, that they're down a little bit this week. This stock is a monster. ARNA is up over 40% in the past three months, and they also have a 100% buy rating with 12 analysts covering the stock. This is not investment advice again, I'm just saying. So do your own research. Hang on a second here. All right. Kronos Group is the other kind of monster, (coughs) the scary kind of monster that hides in your closet and loses over 58% in the past year and only has a 29% buy rating. They're only down 2% this week, but they have pretty much been in free fall since their high of $25.10 in 2019. They're currently trading at $5.66. APHA, Afria, um, they're down minus 2.59% on the week. $4, they're trading at $4.53. Um, they aren't all bad, though. The company is up over 43% in the past three months and has a market cap of one point, over $1.21 billion. So they're actually a pretty, pretty respectable company at a cheap price. They might be one to look into. Um, GWPH, GW Pharmaceuticals, is kind of like, in my mind, like the blue chip of marijuana stocks, trading at $106.43. It's been, it, it was a loser this week, down almost 5%. However, this shouldn't be much to worry about. It's been fairly consistent over the past five years and has a 94% buy rating between the 16 analysts covering it. So GW Pharmaceuticals is one to look into. All right, getting to almost the end of this list. Canopy Growth Corporation, Corporation were losers this week, um, trading at $17.18, down 6.37%. Um, they're also one of the big three. Uh, they have a market cap over $6.3 billion. It only has a 22.7% buy rating, though, between the 22 analysts who cover it. They were another one who everybody had a lot of hype about, thought they were going to be great, and has pretty much been in a steady downtrend. Tilray, what a loser. Seriously, as Dave Portnoy would say, it is the woke worst of all time. This stock sucks. Um, this one's had an all-time high of over three of three hundred dollars that hit and has just been a shit show ever since. Um, it trades now at seven dollars and twenty cents, down seven seven point two three percent in the week. It is our biggest loser of the week. The next thing I'm going to mention tonight is just on the culture side of things. Um, Today is a special day, August 15th. Um, It is Nipsey Hussle's birthday. Uh, The legend would have been 35 years old today. He was murdered in a thoughtless act early in 2019 while while at the absolute top of his game. Um, 
it's a sad story. It's heartbreaking. Um, if you don't know his story, he went from being a game banger to a rapper, to an entrepreneur, to a businessman and a family man. He has never stopped working, never stopped growing. He is a true definition of the hustler. Um, he had a vision, uh, you know, his vision in life is called, you know, he calls everything a marathon. You know, he's had a mixtape called The Marathon and The Marathon Continues and his clothing company he owned was called The Marathon Clothing. Just basically, you know, once you find out what you're good at, uh, stay on your grind, you know, life's a marathon. Um, so there is an article up right now on the Kush Report website, uh, bit.ly slash the Kush Report or the blog, whatever you want to go to. Um, that has 21 uh, quotes. It's called the 21 Nipsey Hustle Quotes That Will Inspire You to Hustle. Um, that is up right now on the website. Happy birthday to Nipsey Hustle. Um, you know, he just has some good, good quotes. L- listen to this. What, what, what good is dreaming if you can't make your shit come true? Nipsey Hustle, my man. Um, you know, he's just a turning up my hustles how I give myself a raise like you want to go read these um I'm trying to find some good ones uh let's see let's see let's see I'm about seeing long term seeing a vision understanding nothing really worthwhile happens overnight and just sticking to your script long enough to make something real happen so that's what we're talking about the marathon anyway if you're a fan of Nipsey Hustle, if you know the story if you don't know the story go to bit.ly slash the Kush report and check out um, that article all about Nipsey. Read those 21 quotes and we'll get you motivated, get you on your grind. So next we're going to jump into some marijuana news stories. Um, first on the list, let's talk about Maine. So there's good news and bad news when it comes to Maine. Let's start with the bad news. Bad news is Maine, you're a bunch of goddamn slow pokes up in Maine. What a bunch of fucking slow pokes Maine is. The good news is, after four years, Maine will begin recreational legal, recreational sales of marijuana on October 9th. Maine can begin recreational sales on October 9th. After four years since the voters approved a legalization ballot measure back in 2016, and the same day when California, Massachusetts, and Nevada also legalized the sale of recreational marijuana. So, good news is weed's going to be legalized. Or the, the sale of recreational marijuana is finally going to be happening. Awesome. That's great. Good for Maine. Bad news is, Maine, holy shit. You are slow. Fucking slow pokes up in Maine. Uh, so, the first round of cannabis business license will be issued on September 8th, but just like slow, you know, just like slow poke Maine, they don't know how many they're going to approve yet, so they're just going to play that by year, I guess. Um, I guess we'll see how many they approve. Um, the state's Office of Marijuana Policy, OMP, said it had planned to launch retail sales back in April, but the timeline was pushed back due to the coronavirus outbreak. The public, um, this article is from MarijuanaMoment.net, by the way. Um, You could tell I'm reading a little bit here. It's from MarijuanaMoment.net. It's titled, Maine Marijuana Sales Can Finally Begin. Officials announced four years after voters legalize it. That's right. Finally. Um, This quote from 
OMP director Eric Gunderson said the public's health and safety are at the forefront of every decision we make. While we were poised to launch this new industry earlier this year, we were unwilling to sacrifice the high standards we have set for this program by launching during an emerging emerging public health pandemic and in the absence of a testing facility. So after four years, they were going to launch in April, but because of COVID, they had to push it back. Um, But geez louise all right we have set for the high standards we have set for this program better be high standards after four years today's announcement is a major milestone in honoring the will of maine voters (laughs) it took you long enough and a significant step towards launching a new industry in the state gunderson said many of the business owners we have spoken to during the application process are ready and eager to commit <laughs> to commence operations no shit because they're all broke and thought they were going to be able to start business four years ago so that's the good and bad news out of maine good good on maine though recreational sales will be beginning um so that is great all right so moving on from maine to montana Montana will vote on two marijuana legalization measures in November, the state confirms. Montana's Secretary of State announced on Thursday that marijuana activists collected more than enough signatures to qualify two legalization measures for the November ballot. Uh, If the measures are approved, voters will be allowed to possess up to one ounce of cannabis um, and cultivate up to four plants and four seedlings in their home. This is for people 21 and older. The Montana Department of Revenue would be in charge of regulating the legal industry and would be begin issuing business licenses on January 1st, 2022. Um, the any businesses who the businesses who would be getting their licenses first are the existing medical cannabis businesses. Um, the, they would be the first to be issued licenses. Um, they talked about tax. There would be a 20% sales tax on recreational marijuana, and they would be reducing the tax on their existing medical cannabis products from 2% to 1%. Uh, so lowering tax on medical cannabis while putting a, quite a big sales tax on the recreational marijuana. Um, the governor's office of budget and program planning estimated that legal cannabis uh, retail taxes could generate up to 30 or be generating 38.5 million dollars a year by fiscal year 2025 so hopefully i'm not hopefully more states start jumping on board hopefully the federal government jumps on board and we just federally legalize weed i mean the tax you know the tax revenue alone that the the United States would generate off federally legalized weed is crazy. Every state would be able, you know, to just make so much money in taxes. You look at Colorado, you look at all the examples so far. Um, it's just the way the world needs to go. So hopefully it will happen soon. And speaking of how much money you could be making off marijuana, let's talk about our next story from Westwood how dispensaries in Colorado are so low that people are getting anxious and bugging out because dispensaries are running out of weed. So sales in Colorado have absolutely exploded. Um, In May, they set a single monthly sales record of 192.2 million, and that was like the most they've ever sold in a month. 
And then in June, they sold $199 million. So the next month, they shattered that record again. So with, you know, probably due to COVID and more people staying at home and just the overall progression of the country when it comes to marijuana, for whatever reason, people are buying more weed in Colorado and I'm sure throughout the United States, especially just being home, like, you know, whatever, you know, you could smoke more joints, especially working from home, you could be ripping bowls while you're working, like, you know, I don't know, whatever, so people are buying more weed, so it just, you know, goes back to um, what we had just talked about uh, in Montana, you know, or whatever, just legalizing in general, how they can make so much money, Um, I mean, we're only seeing sales rise, so for marijuana business and a marijuana business blog and podcast like we at the Kush Report are, um, it's good to see sales on the rise. Like as long as sales are rising, business is going to be going up. So that's awesome. And I mean, and like we talk about these marijuana stocks, you know, and a lot of them are like super down, just like, you know, you look at Bitcoin, super down, but it's climbing back. But, um, you know, these marijuana stocks are all down from you know what they were in 2007 2018 because there was so much hype like people thought we was going to be legalized and it just like hasn't been um in so many places still and federally but like when federal like weed's still not legal in so many states you know what i mean when federal legalization takes over and weed is legal everywhere like that's why I've been investing in marijuana. I mean, because I, I feel like it just, ha- you know, again, no investment advice, but I feel like it just has to kind of take off at some point. Once it's like, there's everything's federally legalized, like some of these companies are going to pop. So maybe it's more smart to, you know, invest in marijuana ETFs and let the experts handle, um, you know, choosing individual companies. But just to invest in the, in the sector as a whole, I think is a pretty smart investment. Um, so anyway... Uh, We're going to wrap up on that note. Um, Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Kush Report. Um, Again, you can link up with us um, on our website, um, bit.ly slash The Kush Report. Or if you wanted to type it in, you could type in thekushreport.home.blog. You could also link us up with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Kush Report at Twitter, um, twitter.com slash The Kush Report or at The Kush Report. Um, and on Instagram, we are at the dot kush dot report. So annoying. I got it. I got a message. The dude who has at the kush report, you guys, one post, two posts from like 2015 or something like that. So I don't know. So I got to figure out that, but whatever. Um, that's where you can reach us. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. Um, stay high, my friends.